is still so much that we don't know about treating and dealing with concussions. Even getting a fast and accurate diagnosis can be so challenging. So imagine what a difference it could make if we could identify and diagnose a concussion quickly. And as it turns out, we are getting there, thanks in part to research that's being done right here in BC. Dr. Noah Silverberg is a professor of neuropsychology at the University of British Columbia and joins us now. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Why are concussions so challenging to diagnose? Well, I think the biggest reason is that they are variable from one person to the next. So there are not, it doesn't show up exactly the same way. Uh, Another reason is that the signs and symptoms can be relatively subtle and short-lived. And by the time somebody actually gets in front of a a doctor for an evaluation, uh, most of their uh, initial problems may have already resolved. They may still feel unwell, but there's not a lot the doctor can can, can see. Uh, and those things together, I think, make consistent diagnosis challenging. Okay, so how are we working towards changing that? Well, you know, this this initiative um, that we've just reported on is an attempt to kind of bring the field together to improve the quality and consistency of, of clinical care and then research for mild traumatic brain injury. So there's been a number of different uh, definitions kind of floating out there and being used by different doctors and, and research groups. And, uh, it, you know, it, it got to a point where a patient could go to one doctor uh, or another and get, a, you know, a different diagnosis and, and, and same it made it difficult to synthesize information across research studies when everyone defines concussion differently and enrolls different kinds of patients. So here we tried to bring together uh, the best research evidence over the past uh, few decades. Uh, And there are some questions that still remain answered, hasn't really been looked at with science. And so to address those gaps, we brought together a group of experts from around the world uh, to work through a consensus process and kind of get on the same page about what are the signs and symptoms and diagnostic tests that we should be using and what pattern of findings should uh, get a diagnosis of mild traumatic brain injury versus, you know, a bump on the head that's not a brain injury versus a more severe brain injury. So do the symptoms like manifest differently depending on the person? Like do some people have some symptoms and other people wouldn't have those symptoms, they'd have something else? Yeah, and we don't entirely know why that is. Um, so on the one hand, you know, we can have, uh, you know, an adolescent or older adult injured uh, anything from a fall to a car accident to assault. Um, and there's overlap both across and within those kinds of people and injuries. And, and uh, we don't fully understand why. Okay, so then how do we improve this? So you talked about research that's being done. Uh, is it like a joint effort, everybody kind of combining what mm-hmm. they know at this point? Yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to do now, just to kind of get the field uh, on the same page and be consistent in how we're identifying this injury. So what are the next steps that need to happen? Well, the biggest next steps uh, are going to be uh, uptake, so making sure that um, physicians and other healthcare providers uh, across healthcare settings and in family doctors' offices and emergency departments and sports medicine clinics, et cetera, are all using uh, this same definition and ensuring uh, uh, fairness and equity in, in who gets uh, access to care and treatment. What are some of the surprising symptoms, do you think, like to let doctors know, hey, if you see this, this might actually be a concussion or a mild traumatic brain injury? 
Well, that's probably the biggest challenge is that there are actually no symptoms that are entirely unique or specific to concussion. So we more so, I think, have the opposite problem where people show up with a pattern of symptoms like headaches or dizziness or difficulty concentrating that could be due to any number of things. And so the challenge is trying to figure out in which patients are these actually symptoms of brain injury. Dr. Silverberg, do you think we're close? We're close to getting potentially some kind of cohesion on this? Well, I think this recent effort was a big step in that direction. Um, So it pulls together uh, clinician scientists from a variety of backgrounds, uh, emergency medicine, neurology, neurosurgery, neuropsychology, et cetera, from across North America and Europe and Australia. Uh, And through this process of getting their feedback and refining diagnostic criteria, sending it back to them for another round of voting, et cetera, uh, we finally got to a place of of consensus. And so uh, I think this provides a way forward. All right. Well, thank you so much for telling us about it today. Thanks for the attention.